from the PSA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And the next in our Meet the Team series, we are meeting Matt Boyd. Matt, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Hey, how are you, George? Doing really well. It's very good to talk with you. You too, bud. So you have a new role this year. Can you share that with us? Yeah, yeah. This year, I actually, last year, technically, I started as the... Uh, assistant Alpine and development coach, but this is the first year with a new team. Um, so I, I really feel like this year things are really kicking off and and I can kind of grasp hold of the, the, the role and move from there. What are some things about the job that you are especially attracted to and are finding, yeah, this was a really good, good decision? Well, you know, I, I, one of the things that I've, I think, uh, like I valued as, as a team member, some things that I enjoyed doing was trying to keep things as simple as we could keep them. You know, the, the teams deal with some complex things and there's lots of words and things have got to be written just right. But through all of that, with all the players involved, it's easy to lose sight of, of what the overall goal is. And, and that's something that I, I've always enjoyed and something I, I really look forward to continue doing with the teams is just trying to make things as um, goal-oriented as we can make them and, and keep it as simple as we can. Any challenges that have popped up that maybe you weren't expecting? Uh, not yet, but I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the whole tryout experience like for you this year? Oh, boy. Um, you know, being on the other side of the pencil um, was a completely different uh, different experience. And and I will say it was no less exhausting um, and mentally exhausting. It was just, it was brutal watching so many people go and you had to keep everything in perspective from start to finish first person to last person. And, and it was, it was amazing to watch the talent that showed up for that tryout and, and to, to, to see how good American ski and snowboard instruction is. You know, I think one yeah. of the hardest parts of that, you know, so many people in the industry is how the heck do you stay objective? You know, I got to tell you, it was easier with the skiing tasks because, you know, oftentimes you just saw the body. You know, when you're, you're watching a skiing task, it's, you're looking at the skiing and it's easy to, to assess the skiing outside of the name. Um, but when you're watching like an indoor presentation, we did a lot of stuff over, over Zoom this year, um, there were there were a lot of people that I had never seen before, and, and honestly, I was really impressed with the, the level of thought um, that that went into those presentations. And you know, it's easy to be an instructor and just say the things that you've heard at lineup or you've heard a trainer say, but there was some real original, creative thought. Um, I was super impressed with, and, and that made it easy to not be biased. And, and you know. I don't think any of the scores are biased to begin with, but um, that made it even easier for me. And I hope you didn't even think I was hinting at bias. I was just thinking, <laughs> wow, that would be tough to be objective. But, I mean, I, I get it. And I would think, actually, the ski tests would be a little bit easier because there is such a standard there for those. Well, there's a standard, and, and you know, when they, they come at you, you just you see skis, boots, pants, a jacket, a helmet, and some goggles. Right. And, that's what you see and you see you see movements and, and that's easy to 
to to score. That's easy to assess. Um, it's the other things that are more difficult to assess, particularly when you know somebody or don't know somebody. I think it's a little bit more difficult when you do know somebody and you have expectations and, and you've got to be, you know, you've got to score objectively. Now, Matt, I really want to ask this question, but I know they're hard to answer because it's like talk, you know, about yourself. But what do you feel that you have contributed to the team that, you know, is really special. What do you feel you have done that's been something really valuable for the team? Oh. <laughs> um, Told you. <ya. laughs> you know, I, it is. I, I can answer this because I'm not a I'm not a complex guy. I'm a very simple-minded individual, so it makes it easier to to answer this when you start with putting yourself down. I, I'm I'm not the brightest guy in the world. I'm very simple, um, and and again, taking those complex things and making it make sense for me, um, I think is helpful to the member in the long run because they're not sitting in those rooms with people talking about things for 45 hours and, and they don't have all the background information. They just have what we put out. And if we put, put out something that's not simple, then it's, it's probably not going to have the intent that we have, uh, intend to have. Now, what are you most looking forward to over these upcoming years with the new team? I'm really psyched to see where um, where we go coming into the next interski. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about that outer blue ring in the uh, in the learning connection model, instructor decisions and behaviors, and you know, we've talked a lot about the inside of that stuff. We've always talked about the student. We've talked about the three skill sets with teaching skills, people skills, and technical skills, but we've really not tackled that outside blue circle. And really, to me, that's where that's where the instructor is going to get the most benefit out of it is learning how to adjust their decisions, how to adjust their behaviors to meet the needs of their guests. It's really been amazing to watch this grow. How do you feel it has most benefited the membership? Well, I you know, I don't know. Well, I think it's most benefited the membership in the future tense because it's forced us to be very clear and very simple. And I'll give you an example there. Um, for years, people have gone to a teaching exam, as an example, um, and walked away, or any any PSIA or ASI exam, and walked away saying, yeah, now I failed my teaching. Um, but they, it might have been how they interacted with the folks. It might have been more of a people skill, or it might have been something that had absolutely to do with how they shared the information with the folks that were in front of them. And by separating those two, teaching and people skills, it it gives us so much more room for for accurate feedback um, and for accurate development at the membership level and and for directors who are our members as well. Um, I just feel like we're on the cusp of really moving the bar um, and I'm going to lengthen this answer just a little bit. Some divisions have started scoring their exams based on the technical skills, teaching skills, people skills, just to get out in front of the updated national standards for Alpine that are coming forth. Um, and I personally um, watched a, an individual come to an exam, was not with my group, but did not do well in the teaching exam. Um, not at all. 
not, did not do well at all in the teaching exam. Two weeks later, came back with just some advice on what we're looking for and, and some thoughts on those three skill sets and, and how they work. And this individual, through just looking at our fundamentals with the teaching skills and people skills, blew our doors off. And it wasn't what I expected when he was in my group the second time because I knew that he had struggled two weeks prior and just blew my doors off with how much this person improved their actual physical teaching skills and how they interacted with the group. I was blown away and I think that that's going to benefit our members, it's going to benefit our directors, it's going to benefit our suppliers, it's going to benefit our guests. And how is it being received by trainers from the divisions and and from people who are taking those trainings? Well, you know, I think the folks that have bought in and started paying attention to it have been very receptive to it the unfortunate part is you know with what thirty thousand, roughly thirty thousand members there are a ton of folks that haven't even seen it or put any thought into it um and and i think that that it's unfortunate you know as the word gets out i think it's going to get better and that's why i put this in the future tense I, i think the best is yet to come now matt as we go to the conclusion i do have to ask you our One question that everyone is being asked, what is something, if you don't mind sharing, unique about you that maybe we don't know? Um, There's a lot, George. Um, Okay, here's one. Uh, To my knowledge, I am the only person in history uh, to have to get cut out of a bicycle with the jaws of life. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have to go into depth on that one sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anything you'd like to add in conclusion, Matt? Uh, Just that I'm, I'm so excited. I'm excited for, for what we've got to offer our members and our guests. Um, I think we're going to be moving the bar, which was my goal moving into the the 2012 team. And and I, I I think, like I said, the best is yet to come and, and I can't wait to get started. Matt Boyd, always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much for joining us on First Chair. You bet. Thanks, George. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. <laughs>